Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, is the only man in America that supports the Mango Beach Cruiser Bike Company as much as I do. Word. Demarcus (laughs) Heller. You already know what it is. What's up, Doc? Say what? Demarcus I love a good beach cruiser, don't you? Don't you? Hey, man. Man, if I still had my dreadlocks, it would be nice to have mm. a, to hop on a cruiser and let it, let my dreads blow mm. in the wind. Let them blow. Let them blow, man. Just let them blow, man. Listener, oh, yeah. Listeners, if you're not aware, Mango Beach Cruisers are the smoothest, smoothest mm-hmm. ride you'll ever experience. That's right. It's, it's the Cadillac of bicycles. Amen. 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 I was going to say Rolls Royce, but we'll go America. We'll say um, America. America. We'll say Cadillac. Sure. Sure. I'm I'm cool with the Rolls Royce too, Doc. Well, you know, I I was actually, I used the Cadillac analogy this past weekend because, you know, Mm -hmm. my my mom was all like, well, why do you like that bike so much? And I was like, I'll tell you why I like that bike so much because (laughs) it's like you're riding a 1976 Cadillac. You got to. Mm-hmm. Boat is what you got. That's what you got <laughs> with this thing, man. I mean, oh, it's, yeah. it's just you feel so like you you are the captain of your bike with this thing. You mm-hmm. know, it's just so good. And 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 I have I've tried. Believe me, listeners, I've tried other bikes. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't mm-hmm. compare. They don't compare. It's just nope. They're good. There are other bikes that I enjoy, but not to that level. Nope, not to that level. Yeah. And let well, me. Say, I gotta listen, credit you for putting me on, Doc. Well, you know, you, you're the one who put me on the bike. Well, and and let me let me say, listeners, this isn't a paid advertisement. This is just an unprovoked testimonial from a satisfied customer. So true. I love <laughs> mango bikes, and, mm-hmm. and and like you said, you know, there, there's something about being in that captain seat. It, it, it when you sat down in it, you automatically get a little bit more relaxed. That's a fact. You feel oh, yeah. a little bit more cool as soon as you just mm-hmm. you just get on, and you're like, oh man. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. And you know, uh, g- get ready for this, Demarcus. Are you ready? Are you? Are you? Have I'm you, ready, I, Doc. Okay, okay. I've got a new business plan for Say us. Say what? Okay. I think we just need to go ahead and quit our jobs because let's be honest, who needs a real job, mm-hmm. right? So true. And here's right, what we need right. to do: we need to open mm-hmm. a bike store. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We I need like to open that, Doc. Yeah, we need to open a bike store near the beach and just mm-hmm. call it a day from from now on. Be and and here you go. Right. I was I've already thought of a name. I got a name. We we can adjust it. We don't have to use this name. But I was just thinking of okay. this name. I was thinking B and D's Custom Cruisers. Huh? Huh? Hey. Huh? Hey. Oh, I and, and hey, you're, you're, I'm, I'm, you're onto something. I'm not tied. If you want to do D and B's, we can do it. You, you, your initial can come first. I'm completely fine with that. If you want to do D first, that, that's okay. We can do that. D and B's custom cruisers. Either way, it works. Right, right. Now I was thinking oh. we we can't do Jacksonville though because it's 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 oh. already a little too saturated. You know that's where you come to oh, get yeah, your mangoes. Sure. So uh, most definitely. 
can't do that. It's sort of like trying to mm-hmm. open up like a honky tonk in Nashville. It won't work. It's it's <laughs> too much competition. So here's what I'm thinking. We hit up a town like mm-hmm. like Polly's Island in South Carolina. Mm. You know? Right, right. You know? Now and this I'm is, with it. Now now here's the thing. Listeners, I know what you're thinking. The majority of you are thinking, why am I still listening to this dumb drone on about bikes for no reason? And you know what? That's a pretty valid question. I don't really have a good answer for you. But the other people that are thinking, I don't know, Ben, that sounds like a pretty generic model. I don't see how you're going to separate yourself from the competition. Don't worry. Don't worry, DeMarcus. Mm-hmm. I have thought of how we're going to separate ourselves. So here we go. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, bike shop, yeah, that's been done before. Bike mm-hmm. shop at the beach, that's been done before. Bike rental right. shop at the beach, that's been done before, but you know what hasn't? Right. You know what What's hasn't? High-end customizable rentals. Mm. That's right. That's right. Hmm. Listeners, did the light bulb just go over your head? Because it should have. Mm. That's what should have happened. That's right. We're going to allow the renter to decide all the high-end customizable things. They'll be able to decide mm. their frame, what color wheels they want, Fat tire, mm-hmm. regular tire, get this, mm-hmm. mounted GPS system, what? Mm. What? what? Attached Bluetooth speaker, oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine mm. that? How sweet would that be? Like, Hey, let's throw a little motor on it too if they want to If they want to go it. electric, we could go, yeah, yeah. We, could, we could put electric on there and get, because mm-hmm. guys, I mean, obviously a lot of people are going that way because they're lazy Americans, so that makes sense. That's you true, know? that's true. If they want to just cruise, they can just cruise and we'll have that mm-hmm. for them, you know? But I mean, just right. imagine that. They, they, you know, I mean, how sweet would that be? The people want to go to the ice cream shop, they plug it into their GPS, gives you directions, mm-hmm. tell you see, how fast you're going to the ice cream store. You're bumping mm-hmm. Beastie Boys on your Bluetooth the whole time. Ugh. Right, right. Ugh. <laughs> My gosh. Say what? And now, I, I'm with now, you, Doc. Now, listeners, I know you're probably thinking, you're like, well, I'm going to steal that idea. Too bad. I've already patented. That's a fact. It's not happening. <laughs> it's in the U.S. patent books, listeners. Custom high-end bike rentals. Ben Gordon. That's what it says beside it. Don't try it. Don't try it. There we go. And and we're we're gonna we're gonna put them all over the world. D. We're gonna put them. Mm. We. I mean, we're gonna start in somewhere like Polly's, but that's just the start. Right. Then you know we're then we're gonna hit up Indonesia, yes! Mexico, nice. Jamaica, yes! the Mediterranean, yes! Australia. Hey. Yes! Worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to get somebody. I won't be able to work the one in Australia. I'll be too scared of the animals. But we'll get other people to work at that one. It'll be fine. <laughs> right. But we'll, right. we'll have all these places, man. B and D custom cruisers or D and B custom cruisers, whichever. And then hey. after we get it rolling, get this. You know, the next level. The next level. Right. Re- reality show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember the old reality show, Orange County Choppers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You better Ooh, nah. believe. You better believe B&D Custom Cruisers will be bigger. <laughs> it will be bigger, my friend. And we'll have... We're coming through. We'll have cool work shirts like they did, you know? We'll have mm-hmm. cool work shirts that have our name tag on there. You know, DeMarcus. Maybe maybe yours will just say Big D on there. Maybe, there you maybe, go. 
Maybe mine will say Doc G. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Hey, just spitballing. You, you know? know. You know what? Let's let's also add like a a burger shot with it. Ooh. You, know, you might want to get a burger. Oh yeah. man! Now we'll yeah we'll we'll for we'll 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 dip our toe into the restauranteer business. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be restauranteers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And maybe oh, yeah. maybe I'm we'll all get for some. It. Oh man. Oh god. Now I'm excited. Now I'm just really excited. Man. <laughs> man. Before long, people will be making TikToks. Riding down the road on their B and D custom cruiser, listening right. to some, listening to some Fleetwood Mac, making it viral. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, "What's what? What bike are they on? Oh, that's a B and D custom right there." Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, we even got connections with Taylor Swift, so we'll get Taylor you know, Swift to sponsor. You know, we do. Yeah. We, of course, mm-hmm. we have connections. Those aren't fantasy connections. Those are real connections. Real right. 100% connections. Now, mm-hmm. in the meantime, as this momentum builds up for the project, you want to fire this show up? Hmm. Doc, let's fire this show up. Five. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Mmm. Mmm. I like, the, I like the, the gravitas that you gave it right there. <laughs> it was nice. That was nice. Because nice. it deserves it. Well, we got a fantastic show. Today's going to be a really great show, Doc. Tell the people it's what we good. got. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. We've got none other than Michigander. And I feel like i got to lay into that gander. I've, I've heard other people say it, and mm-hmm. some people really tripped on it. They were like, Michigander. And I was like, what? No, <laughs> no. Get in there. Make it worthwhile. Michigander, you know? Michigander, Mr. Jason Singer. He is the lead singer. He is the creator of the project. We're going to be talking to him today. I'm very excited. His EP, Everything Will Be Okay Eventually, has been out for less than a month. It's fantastic. He's fantastic. I'm excited to talk. I can't Mm -hmm. wait. But first, we need to start where we start. A birthday suit. Nice. Happy birthday. Okay, okay, D. Now, last week you nailed Billie Holiday, which was a good one. Mm -hmm. Um, So true. This is sort of like the country version of Billie Holiday. Wait, what? So I don't have Mm. much confidence. Um, (laughs) Nope. Don't have as much confidence. This is like like the country version of Billie Holiday. I will say Mm -hmm. I'm going to be very impressed if you get it. So I'm uh, <laughs> I'm giving you I'm giving you twenty nine percent. Oh wow, twenty nine percent. Okay, here we go. Born in Butcher Hollow, Kentucky, Jeez. in nineteen thirty two, to a coal mm. miner, she had eight brothers and sisters. Wow. Her birthday suit wearer married uh, uh, Oliver Lynn when she was only fifteen. And they moved across the country to Custer, Washington. When she was 21, she got a 17-year-old or $17 guitar. And over the next three years, she practiced constantly. Started playing in small towns in Washington. She then got a contract with Zero Records. Recorded her song "I'm a Honky Tonk Girl" for Zero Records. <laughs> She toured the country, and when she got to Nashville, she signed a record uh, deal with Decca Records. Side note, our former guest, Jared Dickinson, on the show used to be signed to Decca Records. There's a little connection there. Mm. 
Just just saying. So true. Uh, he's not signed to DECA anymore. He was released from that record deal. Anyways. Hmm. In a few years, she became the number one female artist in country music. Her first song to crack the top ten was 1966, Dear Uncle Sam, talking about the human cost of the Vietnam War. Her first number one was 1967, Don't Come a Home a Drinkin'. Don't Come Home a Drinkin'. Uh, mm-hmm. Our birthday suit wearer went on to release more than 60 albums. Jeez. With 10 wow. of them being number ones. That's not a bad. It's not a bad rate. One in six become a number mm-hmm. one. That's pretty solid. Um, yeah. She has three Grammy awards. She has an honorary doctorate from Berkeley College of Music. She has a Presidential mm-hmm. Medal of Freedom by Barack Obama. She's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and she is in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Name that birthday suit wearer. Hmm. Dude. (laughs) All right, since... No clue, right? I I have no clue, clue, but I'm going to say Dolly Parton. (laughs) Good guess. Good guess. Dolly's from Tennessee, though. This is a Kentucky Uh, lady. This is Loretta Lynn. Ah. Loretta Lynn. Have you ever heard the name? I don't think I've ever heard of her. Nah, you know, you got to dig deep. That's a that's a that's a mm-hmm. country. Like I said, there is some parallels. I'm sure somebody rolled mm-hmm. their eyes out there when I said Billie Holiday of country music, but Girl, there's on. some parallels. <laughs> she was a trailblazer like Billie in in in, in a way, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, she made a song called called Coal Miner's Daughter, which she was mm-hmm. a coal miner's daughter. She. Had eight brothers and sisters. Ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Ridiculous. Big Big family. And her dad was making the money of a coal miner, which is not enough to support nine brothers and sisters. That's a lot. A lot to live on one paycheck. A lot of miles to feed. (laughs) And then she got. Then she got married at fifteen. Crazy man. She was a. She was a a a grandmother by the time she was. I think thirty nine. I think. Crazy. Crazy man. Thirty nine. Insane. But she's got a. She's got an honorary PhD. She's got a Medal of Mm. Freedom. She's in two Hall Mm -hmm. of Fames. That's not bad. Nope. Not bad. I'm going to go out on a limb, DeMarcus, and say that's going to be a lot more achievements than I have at the end of my life. So true. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Mm. Pretty impressive, Doc. I mean, I don't know if that that music career will be as as award-winning as B&D Custom Cruisers, but we'll see. Nope. Right. We'll see. I don't (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, Loretta, happy birthday. She's turning the big 8-9. 89, big man. Big shout out. Yeah, happy yeah. Now, I heard a couple years ago she broke her hip, so I hope she's doing mm. all right. I hope she's recovered from that. I hope she's doing better. Huh. Loretta, yep. have a happy birthday. Uh, mm-hmm. And when Dolly comes around, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, D. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not 100% what sure, but Dolly, man. Dolly, there's mm-hmm. something I've told. I told my mom this. So there's something about Dolly. I don't know what it is. There, there, it's 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 not like anything. Like she doesn't look anything like my grandma did. But something about her mm-hmm. reminds me just a little bit about my grandma. Just the way mm. some some of the jokes that Dolly throws out reminds mm-hmm. me of the way my 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 used to talk. I'm like that's nice. that's Meemaw right there. That's her. Mm-hmm. That's her. A little bit of sass. A <laughs> little bit of sass in the voice. You know. Anyways. Sass. 
Anyways, happy birthday, Loretta. All right, D. Are you ready? Time to rip some headlines. All right. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Okay. Um, This is an interesting story. This first one we're starting with here. uh, This is out of North Carolina. And so there is a researcher, Dr. Ashley uh, Oliphant, and her mom, Hmm. they've been writing a book, a historical book, for the past two years. They've been writing Hmm. a book about the famous French pirate Jean Lafitte. Jean Hmm. Lafitte. Now, uh, Jean, uh, he was a pretty famous pirate back in the day. So true. Um, And they just found... They just found a sword of Jean's in Lincolnton, North Carolina. Hmm. Which is a little weird, because Lincolnton's yeah. just like a suburb of Charlotte. And it's just, right. you know, just this day. I mean, it's not near the water. Why would there be a sword there? Well, mm-hmm. apparently, right, Jean was big pirate. He caused a lot of shenanigans in the Gulf of Mexico. Him and his brother, they had like a fleet of like 200 ships. That's a fact. And they did a lot of marauding and a lot of, uh, you know, pirating. And um, mm-hmm. apparently uh, their book that they're writing is about how Jean got a pardon from the U.S. government. And mm. he, so the, the U.S. government had been hunting him for years, and then after the the War of 1812, because Jean in the War of 1812 helped out America, uh, so that you know uh, we wouldn't be defeated, and because of that, the right. U.S. government was like, "All right, we'll give you a pardon, man," even though he'd done all hmm. kinds of crazy shenanigans as a pirate, but. Other pirates weren't happy about that, so they put a bounty out on uh, Jean's head. Jeez. Right? Mm. Not good. So Sean... Not good. Uh, Sean. Jean uh, faked his own death. He faked his right. own death and then showed up in Lincolnton with the fake name Lorenzo Ferrer. Hmm. It's like yeah. Machiavelli, huh? Yeah, exactly. He was just like, yeah, totally dead. Um, that's not me anymore, right? And then just showed <laughs> up, and he was this dude. Now, their book, because that's never actually been like 100% proven, but that this is the book like showing, yes, this is what happened. And they found his sword in Lincolnton, and were like, how else is this sword getting here? This is how it happened. <laughs> and th- that was the crazy proof that they had just found, you know? Yeah. And... I started thinking about that, and that's 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 actually like really cool. Like it is. You couldn't do that now, though. You know, like because mm-hmm. I mean, like you think about it, and like pirates were basically like the terrorists of like the 18th and 19th century, and just like you right. know, sc- scary people in general, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, l- l- just imagine like a scary person of America right now, Kim Jong Un, right? What if what if mm-hmm. Kim Jong Un tried to like fake his death and then showed up in Lincolnton? It wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't take that long before somebody in town was like, "Hey, isn't that dude that's friends with Dennis Rodman? Pretty sure <laughs> that's that dude, right?" TMZ would right. be in Lincolnton the next day. Like, there's no <laughs> way. But like, but like. Yeah. In the 18th century, you, you can't give Kim any ideas, man. He might be listening. 
<laughs> he's yeah i'm heading i'm heading to lincolnton it's happening <laughs> um but like i mean you know like this guy can show up to lincolnton and like nobody knows it's and they're like oh it sort of looks like this picture they did on this warning painting of this pirate <laughs> he's like no that's totally not me I don't know who yeah. that is, but I'm not that dude. And they're like, oh, I guess not. I guess I guess that guy was just bad at painting. But, like, you can't refute <laughs> a, a photo that's right in front of you. Like, oh, that, okay, that may be me. That that might be me. <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy, man. He hid out and he yeah. lived in Lincolnton until he was 95. 95. Wow, he lived a long and, life. Yeah, and then he just died. Just, just like the regular Lorenzo Ferrer dude. That was him. Nice. He just... Yeah, it's wild. It's wild, man. Uh, DeMarcus, you know the giant Jesus statue in Brazil, right? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they got they mm-hmm. got a giant uh, uh, Jesus statue in, in Rio, and uh, its, mm. it's mm-hmm. title is Christ the Redeemer. It's a mm-hmm. huge statue on top of a, of a hill there, or I guess you'd call it a mountain. Uh, it's a, and right. the, the statue is 125 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, folks in Brazil uh, this year were like, hey, you know what we need? Another statue of Jesus. Word. Uh, because mm. that's what they did. They are now mm-hmm. making another statue of Jesus. Uh, oh, wow. This Jesus statue is being made in Encantado. Encantado mm. is at the very bottom of Brazil. So, like, mm. you go down the coastline all the way there in the in the bottom corner and hmm. pretty sure the population of Encantado is not a lot like <laughs> every picture that i've seen of photos of this place all i see around this statue is uh jungle that's a fact i don't i don't see like any like you know sprawling metropolis anyways uh they decided <laughs> hey we need a jesus statue here in this jungle Right, mm. and since uh, Christ the Redeemer had already been taken, they decided to go with Christ the Protector as the name for this one. That's right. Mm. And uh, this one is even bigger than the Rio statue. This is a hundred and forty foot Jesus. So oh, wow, yeah, they added fifteen feet to the other Jesus. And we're like, there we go. Mm. <laughs> now Christ the Protector is even bigger. And so this uh, Jesus Big Brother statue. Exactly. Now, this statue is being paid for by the organization known as Friends of Christ organization, Mm. which makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'd be a little confused if this statue was being built by, like, the Brazilian Hindu Society. I'd be like, what? Is this a trick? What's going on here? Right? Um, Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I sort of wonder... If I could get with the friends of of Christ and ask them there, like, what they think about like what what's gonna what's gonna come from the statue, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, to get a little bit philosophical on the show, listeners, you can handle it. Let's get a little philosophical here. Like, do you, do you think Jesus would be jazzed about the statue? Like, <laughs> just me, D. I don't see him being crazy about it, you know? Like, nope. I imagine that if Jesus came to check out the statue, he'd be like, hey, isn't there like one of these of me like 500 miles off the coast? 
<laughs> Did we really need to put one here? You guys decided to spend three hundred thousand dollars on the statue instead of helping the folks dying from COVID or the burning <laughs> yeah. forest up in the rest of the country. Like you guys couldn't work right. on that. Like I mean, from what I hear, Demarcus, Jesus wasn't really a statue type of guy. You know? So true. Like that. Mm. That wasn't mm -hmm. that wasn't his thing. You know. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just. Right. I mean, if I was in the Friends of Christ, I'd be like, hey, how about how about a charity? That's what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's right. what I'm. Uh, that's what that's what JC meant to me. I'm just saying, guys. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna step out of the philosophical lane now. I'm out. I'm out. I just want to let you know there's a new statue <laughs> in town. Um, I got you, Demarcus. Have you seen any anti anti maskers in action? Have you seen any of that go down? Hmm. Oh, I can't say I have. No. No, I haven't. I haven't either. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm very happy about that. I'm just saying I haven't seen one. You know, uh, I haven't mm. seen anybody flip out because of uh, uh, <laughs> having to wear a mask. Well, oh yeah, I missed one in Jacksonville here last week. Mm. Last week, one went down. A humdinger, really? a one too. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, Deborah Hunter. Deborah uh, Hunter. Debbie. Yeah, she was in Pier 1, not wearing mm. a mask, and she was getting in a pretty big argument with the lady that worked at the store. Now, this is my favorite part, listeners, of this story. The, the argument didn't start because of the mask. The argument mm -hmm. started because she was trying to return an item she didn't even have in her possession. Wait, what? She was trying to return what? an item that she didn't <laughs> have in her possession. Oh, wow. Did you? Yeah. Do you hear me, <laughs> listeners? What the hell is wrong with you if you're trying to do that? Like That's crazy. That's like a person trying to return their breakfast burrito at a diner and they've already eaten the whole thing and they're like, hey, I want, right. the, I want my money back for this. Well, it's sort of hard yeah. you ate the whole thing. Like, what? Come on, <laughs> man. And and by the way, DeMar, can you find a more Karen action than trying to return an item you don't actually have with you like that? Nope. That is Karen right there. That the is audacity. Karen. <laughs> that, that is. I, and, and you know what? Karen's live for that. Like Karen's mm -hmm. live for returning things. Which Oh yeah. Which I don't get, man. I am the anti returning things. So true. I literally mm -hmm. and I know people will be upset that are listening to the show right now. I literally have just left things in my house and not used them instead of returning them. Being like, "Oh, well, guess I'll never <laughs> use that again." Like I've <laughs> I one time got shoes accidentally that were too small. They sat in my mm -hmm. house for three years until one of my friends with that same size shoe was like, hey, can I have these? I was like, yeah, sure. Never returned those. That sounds good. There you go. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not returning things. That's annoying, man. I hate doing it. Like, and then you're basically setting yourself up for a losing argument every single time you go and do it. It's... Mm. I mean, it's like somebody coming up to you and being like, hey, could you be the lawyer for Philip Morris in this lung cancer case? And you being like, yeah, let's go to war, baby. Nope. Woo! <laughs> Cigarettes. Like, what? No. Huh? No. Anyways, sorry, I got derailed. Deborah. Back to Deborah. 
So she, right. she's arguing about her return that was non-existent mm-hmm. when Heather Sprague, who's in the store, starts filming this tirade. Because, you know, that's what we do nowadays. We're like, hey, let's film this. Of well, course. Deb, she wasn't too film, and she wasn't too pleased at this filming. She mm-hmm. uh, she looked at Heather and said, "You know what? You know what? I think I'll get real close to you. How about that?" Word. And then mm. coughed in Heather's oh. face. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Now, now that's bad enough. But here's the mm-hmm. real downside of that. Heather's currently being treated. For brain cancer. Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously, listeners, if you're not aware, if you're being treated for cancer, you automatically have a depressed immune system because whatever the treatment is doing is suppressing your immune system. So, basically, Hmm. those type of folks are at the most vulnerable position for having serious, serious issues with something like COVID. So... Hmm. Pretty much the worst person that Deb could have chose to cough on. That's a fact. Um, yeah. Now, uh, not too surprisingly, Deb got in pretty big trouble, and she actually last week got sentenced by a judge to 30 days in jail for this outburst. Mm. Now, <laughs> yeah. this is the other, this is my second favorite part about this story. Uh, she tried mm-hmm. to explain to the judge how everything in her life had changed since this video went viral. Everything, <laughs> you know, was horrible in her life after this went viral, which is, is is sort of understandable. I could see where that is. But one of the things she tried to argue was that uh, the change was that she couldn't get into her country club. Huh? That's how, that's how the oh, world wow. had turned upside down on her. The country club the wouldn't audacity. let her in. <laughs> like... I I don't know Bro. if she had any legal counsel going into this, but if I was the legal counsel, I'd be like, uh, yeah, don't let, mention don't the go. whole country club thing. If you could, uh, <laughs> if you could change the country club to like a soup kitchen you volunteer at, that'd probably be better. <laughs> like, let's let's try to do right. that. I don't know. I'm just saying. Anyways, um. Good luck to Deb. Uh, Deb, try not to cough into anybody else's face. Uh, Heather, hopefully you're okay from the cough in your face. Uh, all's well that ends well, hopefully. Okay. All I could picture was crime mob playing in my head. Nook, if you buck. <laughs> we would have been scrapping right there. Like, that's crazy. Oh, man. It makes me think of the uh, it makes me think of Representative Bush when she said uh, we're we're gonna bang till the end uh, when there was the whole uh, the whole uh, 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 Capitol uh, riots and she uh, testified in in the House of Representatives she was like all I could think of pardon my language was I guess if this happens we're banging till the end and I was like yeah. Yes! What kind of representative says we're banging to the end? The best kind! That's who! Oh, man. Made me so psyched. Anyways, um, let's get one story in before we go to break here. One more story. Okay, what do you want to hear, DeMarcus? Do you want to hear... I got a story on police violence. Got a story on uh, uh, airplane outburst. And we got a story about telegrams. Which one do you want to hear? Well, man, 
options here. Let's go yeah, with the police violence. Okay. Yeah, this one's pretty good. This, this, this. <laughs> I, I did some math at the end of this one. That's amazing. So mm -hmm. we know police violence hasn't been too good over the last year, or for the last right. decade, or several decades. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, eh, that's no exception in really any area of the country, including here in Florida. And there was mm -hmm. an incident back in 2017 here in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, Raymond and Randall Purcell. They're some older dudes. They're in their 60s, and they're brothers. Mm -hmm. One day, fellows went out to their car, and they noticed that someone had keyed their car. Just scratched Ooh. the crap out of it all over the place. Jeez. So, they called the police. And Stephen Poherance and Alexander Paul were the officers that showed up. And they told the Purcell brothers that uh, they weren't going to do any investigation because the damage was below $1,000, which, okay, whatever. Uh, but as soon as they looked in the car, they mistook what they thought were illegal weapons, hmm. and they started trying to search the car, which, first of all, they weren't illegal weapons. It was Star Trek hmm. memorabilia, which was in the car. Wow. Star Trek memorabilia. <laughs> And as the cops were trying to get in the car, they hit 62-year-old Raymond with the butt of their gun, knocking his dentures Ooh. out of his mouth. Ouch. His dentures. That's hmm. the type of dude we're dealing with. He has dentures. And they almost <laughs> broke Randall's arm and cut his face trying to handcuff him. Now... Uh, Raymond and Randall are suing the police for $75,000 for the incident. That's uh, it? So, yeah, they're, I mean, that's pretty conservative, right? I mean, you'd think. Yeah. That's, that's pretty... Now, the, this is the most interesting. This, this is the thing that absolutely blew my mind. So at the end of the news article, it says Stephen Poerentz, the one of the cops there, has been with the police four years and reviewed mm. by internal affairs for uh, excessive use of force... 79 times. Wow. Wait, what? 79 wow. times in four years. Just do the math. I did the math, right? An average officer would work five days a week with two weeks off for vacation a year. That means mm -hmm. if he worked every day he could in those four years, he would have worked 988 days. Based mm. off of those 79 times of being investigated for excessive force, that means each day Steve went into work, there was an 8% chance that he'd be investigated for excessive force <laughs> that day for something he did. That's 8%! Wow. And just, just think about how ridiculous that... Just think if I was a surgeon and, mm. and at the hospital I worked at, there had been 79 investigations into incidents where I had potentially sewn a ball sack onto a patient's chin. Wait, what? Just think. I'm guessing if that occurred, the hospital wouldn't have me much around them much longer. They'd be like, yeah, you know, 79 ball sack chins. That's a little too much. Can't, <laughs> can't have you doing that every right. single time. Like, what? 79 times in four years? It's insane. Oh, God, it's ridiculous, man. Anyways. Yeah. That's crazy. D, let, 
Let's take a break here, man. We're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our guest, Michigander. This is his great single, Let Down, right here on the Doc G Show. You're a concept worth exploring. Never nervous, never boring. I don't want to mess it up. No, I don't want to mess it up. Cross the state Here on the dock, a G, a show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95 FM in Jacksonville, uh, Florida. That's right. Listeners of the radio broadcast, if you could be so kind to go on any one of the applications that are available either on Apple or Android products and download or subscribe to our podcast. Hmm. We would be so happy if you could do that. And even better would be to leave a review saying how great our show is. Saying how if we open up B&D Custom Cruisers, you will be <laughs> our first customer and you will buy mm -hmm. the first bike of B&D Custom Cruisers. Because guess what? 
It's going to mm-hmm. happen. So get ready, listeners. It's going to happen. Am I right? Am I right, Demarcus? It's going to happen. And you know what, Doc? To make it even more interesting, uh-huh. we'll give you a 10% discount when you come into mm. our shop. That's right. If you download the app. That's right. If you and follow mm-hmm. and follow Doc G Show mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. share any of our posts. Yeah. Tag your friends. Yeah. 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 If, you, if you prove to us that you're a dedicated Doc G Show listener, oh, my God. The deals you'll get mm-hmm. at B&D Custom Cruisers. Woo-hoo! Woo! Right. That'll be crazy. That'll be crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, uh, DeMarcus, it's time to shout out those regulars. Shout out. I'm going to do the fast rundown of the of the, the original regulars. Got to give those guys some shout outs. Then we're going to go over a couple of uh, newcomers. So here we go. All, All right. at once. I don't know if I'm going to get it all in one breath, but I'm going to try to give it one breath here. (laughs) Here we go. Shout out to Jacksonville, Florida, Gainesville, Florida, Katy, Texas, Columbia, South Carolina, Boardman, Oregon, Winfield, West Virginia, Radford, Virginia, Genoa, Italy, Barcelona, Spain, Anoka, Minnesota, Severn, Maryland, Ashburn, Virginia, Dublin, Ireland, Bayoria, Illinois, Columbus, Ohio. Oh, man, I got so close. So close. <laughs> Had to take a breath right at the end. But those guys, thank you to all the listeners. Mm-hmm. Thank you. International shout out. and domestic. Shout out to all of you guys for listening constantly. Gotta love it. Don't think I don't notice. Every time I see, it it, it, it makes my heart flutter a little bit. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. oh man. So nice. So nice. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a couple of these newcomers here, Demarcus. First on the list, uh, I'm guessing this is Lucher. Lucher, Louisiana. It's either Lucher or Hmm. Lutcher. L-U-T-C-H-E-R. Not sure. Lutcher. I guess Hmm. sort of like Butcher. Lutcher. Would it be Lutcher? (laughs) I don't don't know. Anyways, uh, it's not that big of a town. It's about 3,000 people in St. James Parish, not too far away from New Orleans. Uh, I found this weird. According to Wikipedia, their motto is Go Bulldogs, which... Go Bulldogs. I'm hoping their high school mascot is Bulldogs. Otherwise, I have no effing idea why they're cheering on Bulldogs. <laughs> God, no. If, go Bulldogs! Love that breed. They are amazing. Do they breed Bulldogs down yeah. there or something? Or? Yeah. They're just like, they're like Big Boy. Who knows? They got a, they got a, lot, of, yep. got a lot of dogs down there. Anyways. Shout okay. out, shout out to Lutcher, Lutcher, however you Big say it. Out. Let us know how you say it. Put it on Instagram. Mm, uh, I don't know how you'd phonetically put it on Instagram, but nope. put it on there anyways. Um, <laughs> Kings Park, New York. Shout out. That's a that's another mm. Long Island New Yorker right there. Shout out to those guys. Okay. Kings Park. Shout Big out. Shout out. Shout out. Then we've got Calexico, California. Calexico. Now, All right. that's a mix right there of Mexico and California. It's right, it's right oh. on the border of the two, Calexico. Yeah, see what they did there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. It's it's part of what's known as the Imperial Valley. Ooh, that sounds mm. pretty serious. I like that. Yeah, it does. I like living in the Imperial Valley. That sounds sounds like you're part of Star Wars or something right there. Uh, I bet you the food is amazing down there. I don't doubt it. Some Tex-Mex right there. Mm-hmm. I guess in that, uh, in this instance, it'd be Calmex. Huh? That sounds mm-hmm. weird. I don't know if I like Calmex <laughs> or not. Uh, anyways, I definitely do. Don't worry, Calmex. I'm all about it. Um, 
We got Mount Holly, New Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia. Illy Philly, heading out there. You forget, like, New Jersey just sort of reaches all of, like, the big cities in different areas, you know? I mean, it's all so close up there in the Northeast, but, like... Just mm-hmm. I always, you know, I think I think New Jersey, I think New York usually, but there you go, right beside Philadelphia. Shout out to Mount Holly. Big uh, shout. Right. Then lastly, got one international here, Frankfurt, Germany. We've definitely had Frankfurt right. before, but you know what? I felt like it was time to mm-hmm. shout them out again. You know, shout, so, out. shout out Frankfurt. Looks pretty dope. Uh, in their downtown. I wouldn't mind hanging in downtown mm. Frankfurt. Looks pretty sweet. Mm. Looks pretty the high technology, man. Looks like, you know, almost nice. like something out of Terminator or something. Like, mm. Which would like make a Mission it, Impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm gonna cl- I'm gonna scale mm. one of those buildings with my fancy doodads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh okay. All right. Uh let's get a let's get another uh a couple stories in here. I'll bring in the stories that we didn't have time for earlier. So, uh let me jump in here with the uh the plane story. That's pretty good. Uh so okay. You know, we've had several stories on the show before DeMarcus about uh disruptive people on planes getting a little crazy. Uh this right. this is sort of one of those stories. So this past week Hannah Pearson of New Zealand, she was charged with disorderly behavior and disruptive contact in court for an incident on a plane that occurred uh, November 7th. Mm. November 7th. Mm. She was on a flight from Melbourne, Australia, to Auckland, New Zealand, and uh, in the middle of the flight, Miss Pearson asked for a glass of wine. And the crew member told her how much the glass of wine would cost. And she had come to the understanding that it was part of her flight cost. Word. Like, basically, she had a free drink ticket, pretty much. And the crew member was like, uh, nope, sorry, that's how much it cost. (laughs) And uh, Mm -hmm. that's where Miss Pearson lost it. And she just started Mm. flipping out, telling him to get her effing wine. Now and just mm-hmm. going banana sandwich, right? And uh, mm. started attacking some of the crew and whatnot. And eventually, mm. they strapped her to an empty seat, and she fell asleep about ninety minutes before they landed. <laughs> uh, and then when she landed, the landing was, I guess, uh, bumpy enough that she woke up and started flipping out again. Wow! What? How? Oh, wow. I still hate you, a holes. Like just sort of just woke up out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, which I love because it just makes her seem like such an eight-year-old. Like, freak out for 20 minutes, <laughs> tire herself out with a na- nap, and then wake up and be like, oh, wait, you guys. Like, you know, just... Uh, uh, anyways. I, now, could just, I could just hear Dave Chappelle yelling out, that <laughs> like that. Look, look, I think that guy's going to try to save us. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, my most favorite thing about this story, though, is how they labeled her at the beginning of the story. So, you know, they Mm -hmm. usually have an occupation or something like that of the person. They labeled, uh, Miss Pearson as, quote, a former Instagram glamour model. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) What? 
Like, how? Please tell me she used that somewhere. What's her tag? I gotta see her IG. Please tell me she used that somewhere (laughs) in her tirade to get the wine, though. Like, do you know who I am? (laughs) I am a former Instagram glamour model. You get me that wine now. Nope. Like, what? What is that? (laughs) I guess she's not on Instagram anymore. She's former Instagram. I guess you can't find her. I don't know. I, 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 I looked up her name on Instagram. I didn't see anything that looked like a, a famous Instagram glamour model. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. But what a, what a tag. What a tag. I think I'm just going to start calling myself that for, for fun. You know? Yeah. I think that's, that's going to be my right. title. It's going to be former Instagram glamour model. You know? Doc G, mm-hmm. former Instagram glamour model. That sounds good. I think I'll go with that. I can, I can, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, one other story real quick here to Marcus. Uh, I'm guessing you heard along with DMX passing, sadly. We also had Mm -hmm. Prince Philip uh, pass as well. Same time. Both of them Mm -hmm. passed away same day. Uh, Prince Philip was 99 years old. 99. Pretty solid life Hmm. when you live 99. Can't, you know, not bad. Now, the Daily Mail had an article on this, and they noted that Pope Francis, you know, head head pope, contacted the queen and praised Prince Philip for distinguished record of public service and commended him on his devotion to marriage and family. Now, the most interesting part of this was how Pope Francis contacted the queen. It said... And I'm going to take them for their word that they sent a telegram. Wait, what? Literally a telegram. A and telegram. As, and as far as I can tell, that means an actual telegram, not like the fancy app now that you can get on your phone, but an actual telegram, which, you know, which I started thinking wow. the Pope and the Queen both have Instagrams now. Like... Right. The Pope could have had it could have sent a, a DM instead of a telegram, you know? Like can you imagine that? Eighty four year old pump of Pope DMs a ninety four year old queen. Seems <laughs> seems a bit much. Uh by the way, Demar, who do you think has more uh followers? Royal family or Pope? Who do you think? Hmm. Man. I would probably say the royal family. You're right. You're right. They got more fall nine point four million. Jeez. Pope's getting beat out by mm. two million. Royal family has nine point four. Pope has seven point four million. Pope's got some work to do. Pope's got some work to do. Come on, Pope. Get yeah, up there, man. You gotta step his game up, man. Get up there, man. Take a couple of good selfies mm-hmm. in front of the new Jesus the Protector statue. You'll get it up there. Don't worry. Huh? Be sweet. You know, right. Definitely get all. Get, <laughs> definitely get all the members of uh, Friends of Christ organization. They'll be all for it. Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Time for our second birthday suit. I'm pretty confident on this birthday suit. This one, I'm pretty positive you can get okay. this one. Uh, okay. Nice. This one. This, this one's eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent. Oh, okay. Born on April fourteenth, nineteen ninety-five, in Austin, Texas. Birthday suit wearer's father played football in high school and in college. Birthday suit wearer wanted to follow in his footsteps. Our birthday suit wearer played at Lake Travis High School and as a quarterback led them to two state championships. 
finishing his high school career with 67 touchdowns and only eight interceptions. He ended up going to Texas Tech as a walk-on and was and started as a freshman. He was named the original starter. And uh, he's still the only walk-on true freshman quarterback to start an FBS uh, season opener. Jeez. Uh, only one ever in history. After that first year, he decided to transfer to the University of Oklahoma. He had to sit out for a year, but he was named the starting quarterback in 2014. Or 2015. In 2015, he placed fourth in Heisman voting. In 2016, he placed third in Heisman voting. And in 2017, he won the Heisman, becoming the first walk-on to ever win the Heisman. He was drafted first overall by the Cleveland Browns. He's still starting quarterback there now. Name that birthday, Sue Ware. Hmm. Dang. Duck. That sounds like Baker Mayfield to me. That is Baker Mayfield. Correct. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. Mm -hmm. Woo. Mm -hmm. Baker mm -hmm. turning the big 26, man. 26 for Baker. Big shout out to my man, Baker. Shout you know, out. I mean, like, I, it, it's one of those things that I knew, I guess, about Baker, but I never really thought about. Mm -hmm. Just like, I mean, just the... Just the the swag of that dude, the swag mm -hmm. of that mm -hmm. dude to be a walk on at one school, yeah. transferred to a better school, become the starter mm -hmm. of that school, and then win the Heisman. Like what? What? That's pretty ball. That's that's I baller. Say, it's pretty baller, man. Yeah, it's super baller, man. And I mean, now he's still mm -hmm. he's still a. He's still a starting quarterback in the NFL. It's nutter butters, man. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's great, and he's only six feet tall. <laughs> six feet tall. Yeah, and like I'm not, I'm not downplaying his forty uh, or his uh, his combine results, but they aren't like super mm -hmm. impressive, you know. Like I mean, like right, his, right. I think his vertical is like twenty nine inches, and his uh, forty time mm -hmm. was like four eight four, which I mean, you mm -hmm. know. It's better than anybody off the street, but at the same time, yeah. like you start looking at people like uh, what's his name, uh, like uh, uh, Wilson, Russell Wilson, and like uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, Kyler, uh, Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, they're they're blowing that out yeah. of the water. Like, oh yeah, but yet this dude swagging, still swagging, still starting. Super <laughs> impressive. Got a Heisman to his name. That's why he's on those those. Nice. Uh, insurance commercials. Yeah, nice. Mm -hmm. I don't mind those. Those are pretty good. <laughs> those are pretty good. Yeah. Happy birthday, Baker. Happy birthday. Okay. Big shout out, Bake. We are going to take a break. We are going to be right back with none other than Jason Singer, lead singer and creator of Michigander, right here on the Doc G Show. What's up? This Rock Montana. This Mucho Yellow. And this Rockin' Yellow. And you're listening to Dot G Show from 803 to 904. The best show on the radio. You dig? This is 95.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville.
Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today, we are very happy to welcome frontman and creator of the music project, Michigander, Jason Singer. Jason, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing good, man. Can you feel the momentum? Are you feeling optimistic that regular shows may be in your future are in your it's scheduled in your future yeah i think i'm thinking you know two months ago i would have answered that differently but i'm every day or every couple of weeks i feel a little more optimistic about things returning to uh, some sort of normal yeah. which i'm really looking forward to very nice well, i saw you have a show you have a show scheduled in detroit with mount joy mm -hmm. in may yes! that's uh that's exciting is that a is that a real yeah. deal live show it's outside it's socially distanced by like pods and stuff so it's uh it's the closest thing we're gonna get to a real show uh nice um anytime soon so we're all we're stoked about it yeah i mean actual people in front of you that is pretty exciting right I and mean, you've only got to taste that a little bit so like, yeah, I guess the last yeah. time was with, with Mount Joy as well in Chicago doing that show. Yep, correct, uh, yeah. Nice. Really good one. Nice. Well, now, uh, obviously, being that your name is Michigander, you are from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, you were born uh, Midland. Uh, in Cal you lived in Kalamazoo, and you just recently moved to Detroit. How are you liking correct. Detroit so far? So far, so good. I feel like I haven't really got to really experience I mean, I've come here so many times over my the span of my life. Right but now, I feel I feel like um, it's the first time I have. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I haven't really got to experience it to the fullest yet because, like, everything is still kind of yeah. shut down and people are still kind of keeping their distance, and that's all good. And but uh, I'm excited for probably the, the. I'm really excited for the summer and the fall. Nice. But right now, I just kind of keep my head down. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I like it so far. <laughs> good, good. Well, now I've never been to Michigan. I need to go. Uh, I definitely need to wait until summer That's a fact. because I yeah. would I would fall apart for winter in Michigan. I know that would happen. Like in my head, definitely. Michigan in winter is just like this cold gray place that the wreck of Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot plays constantly. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's, is that an accurate estimation or is it? Uh, you know, when, the, yeah. In the actual <laughs> winter time, it's the absolute worst. Yeah. So, uh, um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, the summers and the falls and the springs are to die for. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. So, I, I definitely see some really, really nice pictures and really nice just, you know, lake shots and everything during the, the summer that I'm like, hmm, that's nice. Right. That looks nice. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. I've got, uh, speaking of that, if if I did come to Michigan, this is a question I love to ask all my guests. Yeah. If I came to Michigan, and let's say I had the ability to go to any city, too, uh, and I ask wow. you where I should eat, what's the one restaurant Ooh. you're pointing me to? And you can go any place you've lived. I hear you're a taco fiend. I hear you enjoy tacos. If you want to I send do me enjoy to, tacos. If you want to send me to a taco spot, I'm down. Yes! Okay, there's a taco place in Mexican Town, Detroit, mm -hmm. that is um, called Mi Pueblo Taqueria. Mm. And it's deep in it's deep in there, mm -hmm. uh, deep in Mexican Town. And mm -hmm. it is a sit-down restaurant. 
Um, it's so good. I love it so much. Mm, mm. I, I, I definitely do a good taco. I'm, I'm behind you on that one. Yeah. I haven't got, I haven't got a, a Mexican restaurant in a while, so that's a good, that's a good choice. I'm gonna have to go yeah. to Detroit just for, just for that, just for tacos. Now it's gonna happen. It's and gonna, the, well, and I, there's, there's a close runner-up too. Oh, ooh. there's a non, there's non-lo burger in Kalamazoo. Say what? Just the best burger. Uh, I, uh, for some reason, I feel like I've heard of that. I don't know where, but I feel like I've heard of it. It's very good. Mm. Yeah, you might have. It's mm. very good. So Maybe, it's one of those two. I'm, I'm torn. I'm definitely torn. If it's been on, if it's been on Food Network. I probably saw it at some point at my parents' house because they constantly sure. play Food Network. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It could, it could have happened. But okay, I got them both down. Now I'm covered, sort of east or west uh, Michigan, if I need to. Yeah, would, you do, got them both. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, uh, now that I've got that important question out of the way let's uh <laughs> let's move on to some music uh so you you've been playing for a long time uh you first started playing you found your dad's guitar when you were like 11 now yeah was he one of those guys was he uh get it out and and play with it or don't touch my stuff hmm. oh yeah he didn't really care because he didn't really touch it i think he was just happy someone in the house was uh <laughs> was touching it so nice. yeah it was um yeah, it was a yeah, it was open. It was open game. Good, good. Now I hear you know I hear you talk about a lot when you talk about your influences. I I hear a bunch about Oasis, and I hear a bunch about the Strokes. Would you mm-hmm. say those are your biggest influences, or was there somebody yeah, else think, that you were trying to 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 be like and I, wanted to be like? I think those were two big ones, and then there was. Uh, like Death Cab and U2 and Coldplay mm. were all bands I liked listening to so much when I was younger. Nice. Um, I mean, still do, but uh, those bands too were probably very important to what I'm doing now. For sure, for sure. Well, I, I, yeah. I heard you talking. Are you still holding out hope that maybe Oasis will get back together someday? <laughs> I think about that all the time. I think about it all the time. I always hear rumors, and uh, but I never... You know, I always have heard rumors, but nothing, um, <laughs> well, nothing I, uh, will probably ever come of it. I, you know, I have, I have more hope for it that the Black Crows got back together. Like, I oh was, yeah, true. I was pretty positive when the, you know, I mean, both of those those brothers are so just at odds with each other. I was convinced right. neither of those bands would get back, and then all of a sudden, the Black Crows were just like, "Yeah, we're back. We're playing again." Right. What? Yeah. Oh, man. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Although, ah, Liam's pretty stubborn. He seems pretty... I think Noel's more stubborn. That's true. I guess I should say Liam's more animated. Noel's more stubborn. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Now, do you have any uh, local Michigan music that you're a, a huge fan that was a big inspiration to you growing up or, yeah. or now well growing up i mean I, a lot of my friends are what inspire me now and, and they are a lot of michigan acts mm. but uh growing up my older or like my friends older brothers would show us these like bootleg vhs tapes vhs tapes of mm. the white stripes playing mm. like that the magic stick and stuff and i was like they're from here they can do that here that's pretty crazy yeah and so to see that and know like that was happening two hours from my house and they were on to play like big shows and be on 
Conan and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah for, yeah, for sure. For sure. They definitely, I mean, Jack White, you could say, I mean, biggest bis, biggest export of Michigan for a while there. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I, I usually go older. I usually think of the, the Bob Seger and, and Glenn Fry from the Eagles, right. both from Michigan, all-time favorites. Right. I'm, a, I'm a sucker for the 70s, I got to say. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, it's great. Now, now, you had some bands before Michigander. You uh, rival Summers and the Lights, and I was wondering if those bands... <laughs> Were they similar sounding? I mean, obviously, the music wasn't as good quality. You're still starting out. But was it like a curveball genre back then, or were you still in the sort of same vein that you are now? Well, with Rival Summers, I was just a guitar player for like another band. So it really wasn't me making the music. Mm. I just played guitar for that band. But then uh, The Life was kind of like my high school band. It's funny that you bring it up. No one's ever said that before. I, I, I uh, went digging, um, man. I went digging. You uh, went digging, yeah. Um, sweet. No one really, yeah, they, we didn't do much. I mean, it was kind of, I mean, I don't think it was, I think if I would have showed myself in high school the music I'm making now, like, I would have freaked out and been like, oh, good, I'll be okay. Like, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I got, <laughs> but, I got, I got better. Awesome, nice. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I, like I, like I, like literally just got home and I was listening to my own music. So I was like so stoked about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it wasn't that much different. Probably, I mean, it was just probably the the free trial version of what <laughs> I'm making now. What 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 made you want to switch to the solo gig? What was the idea? I mean, did the band just sort of yeah. fall apart and you couldn't find anybody else? Or there really wasn't ever like a band. It was more of like uh, you know, I always had these guys growing up that I was like, oh, I um, I like need them to. I just couldn't think I could sing for so long, mm. and I still like I'm still getting better at that and learning that. Like I haven't arrived at all, right? But I think like. I think that was like it was more of a. This is like a safety like, shield. Want, like you, you were yeah, like, I, I just, got other I people. Wrote, right. I wrote the songs and I played guitar in the bands, but then I, like things weren't happening. So mm-hmm. I was like, if I need to, either was a Fleet Foxes song that like inspired me to like be like, oh, I can't wait on other people to do this. I can't be bummed about this because I'm waiting on other people who aren't going to pull through on it. Mm-hmm. So I just decided like if I want to do this, I got to do it myself. And so that's kind of what happened. Nice. That's kind of how it all all started. Now that yeah. was that was around 2014 ish, right? Yeah, yeah, a little probably a little before that, but yeah, 2014 is kind of when the band started. There was like a time where I wasn't really playing at all. Mm. Um, but yeah. Mm. Now, now I hear we have your friend Adam uh, to thank for the name Michigander. He was yeah. the one. Now, yeah. I, I heard he likes to throw out names. Has he thrown out any other? worthy names that you've got like just in case you want to change your name at some point in time there there is one other one there's a national song i forget which one it is but there uh, he says cousins and cousins mm-hmm. he says cousins and uh um that would be another name maybe another band name called cousins and cousins nice um, nice yeah that's the only other one that i can remember that he threw out there but the michigander was the one that i was most excited about that's yeah. stock that's stock. well i'm I, yeah. I was thinking to match your Michigander. What if I made a band named uh, Florida Man? Say what? What if? 
that would be great. Right, right. I mean, and, there would be a, there would be a lot of uh, connotations that came with ex- that music would sound like. Exactly. Well, but, I uh, feel like it would be mandated that I'd have to have like a Leonard Skinner song cover on each yeah. album, or they wouldn't let me oh, put definitely. it out. Amen. <laughs> this <laughs> definitely. This is not allowed unless you have a little bit of Leonard Skinner. Just a taste. Just a taste. Uh, right. Well, I, I've got one other uh, name, actually, that I told the listeners about a little bit ago. I was watching the Weather Channel, and uh, they said when a snowstorm develops over Oklahoma panhandle, and then it hooks up to Michigan and drops a bunch of snow on you guys, it's actually called a panhandle hooker. And Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, that's an awesome name. So I threw it out to all of the bands in the Panhandle of Florida. If they wanted to be the Panhandle hookers, they could be. Uh-huh. They, I, just need, I just need citation credits. So if you want to tell anybody that you know that wants to either be the Panhandle hookers or Florida man, let them know. I'm completely fine with I them will. stealing my name. It's fine. I'll give them. I'll give. I'll send them your way. To nice. Get it approved. Then Good. We'll, uh, Good. And then we'll get it. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. Um. Well. Anyways. So Michigander 2014. Like you said, that was when you started bringing in, uh, the band. And what I wrote down in my notes when I was I was looking through your your career there was hustler by that part because at that time. It just seemed like you were hustling, man. It just seemed like I'll take any show I can. It doesn't matter if it's in a pizza place, coffee shop, whatever. And, you know, I'll do any press that I can do. I'll send my emails to NPR to try to get them to listen to my music. Was was that your outlook when you started? Like, I'm just going to hard work my way into a spot in the music business. Yeah, I think I think I learned really early on that like if I wanted to like if I wanted to do music in like a big way or as a career, I would need to like look outward from just what the normal Michigan music scene thing kind of is, you know? Like mm-hmm. I need to be able to I need to be able to like play shows in other states and mm-hmm. play shows in like Chicago and mm-hmm. Minneapolis and all that stuff. And, and there's, uh, you can't just do that. You can't just show up and hope to play a show. <laughs> you have to like get connected and you want to sell tickets so you can have enough gas money to get home. So my yeah. mind was like, how do I get there? And like everybody had agents. And so I was just emailing probably a hundred emails a week to just literally everybody not asking for anything. I mean, at first that probably was, but I learned <laughs> quickly that I just wanted to, sh- I just wanted to like share what I was doing with people. So yeah. I just email like any agent I could, any manager I could, any email I could find just being like, Hey, I'm Michigander. Hope you dig the tunes. Uh, this, uh, if you like them, let's chat. I'm trying to build a team like that nice. kind of stuff. And eventually it kind of worked. So yeah. uh, I'm glad I did all that. Did all that. Yeah. Well, I, I, now I heard, you know, uh, and, and this this came up in a couple of interviews about how the EP before last, not not your current EP, you, you were getting to a point where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to keep going with this thing. I don't know. If oh, Michigan... definitely. Now, definitely. What, what was the main thing that kept you going? I... Well, like at the 11th hour, I was like, I'm going to South by Southwest Mm -hmm. to get, like, I'm just going to go and hopefully something good comes of this. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, hopefully 
like we'll get some some attention and and I was like if not then I'm just gonna put this EP out tour it and call it a day and work at a coffee shop or something mm-hmm. but I'm really glad that I uh, I don't know I'm really glad that I stuck it out and yeah I mean we found people we found people down there in in Austin, um, Austin mm-hmm. a C three yep and we started working with them and uh, things have been uh, phenomenal yeah so nice. uh, I'm glad. Yeah, they kind of swooped in like when I had before. I was like, I'm gonna give up. Nothing happened, so I just so so kind of, Austin. I think it was the mom- Austin yeah, and CP3 was the was the sort of saving grace there that kept kept the momentum. Yeah. Nice, right. nice. Yeah. Well, well, um, I've I've said this a lot with guests on the show this past year. But because it it's it's happened to a lot of the guests on the show this past year, but you you were really hitting a peak of the career when the pandemic hit. I mean, it was at a it was at a nice crescendo point. I mean, you had all these shows lined up. Uh, you had just finished performing for Bernie Sanders uh, in Grand mm-hmm. Rapids, and then less than a week later, literally everything shuts down. Um, Right. First off, let's talk about the high point. What yeah. was what was it like playing at the Bernie concert? Uh it was uh pretty wild. It was like one of like top three biggest shows we ever played. Mm-hmm. And there was like five, ten thousand people there. Nice. It was uh it was weird because it felt like we were doing something a little more important than just playing a show. Not, yeah. You know, being around being around that stuff and being around that many people mm-hmm. looking for something different. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was exciting, you know. For sure. To um to be around that and um that happened and we're like sweet and then they're like South by cancel that sucks oh boy all this and then everything just like you know slowly dominoed. Now now and our festivals got canceled then our tours got canceled and. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and then we just decided to work on the records for the rest of the year. Now, now I, I, I saw before I go go on there. I saw you, uh, you take a picture with Bernie. You got to take a picture. Did did you actually yeah. get to talk with him? Any? Very, 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 very briefly. Mm, mm, nice, yeah. nice. But you felt you felt the burn a little bit. Felt felt just I felt a little the burn. bit. Burn. It was it was a, it was a, yeah. I got burned. Nice. I caught on fire. It was thirsty. Sparks, sparks are flying. <laughs> Something about him. It's just it's cool. You can feel the burn. But like you said, it was high. You're riding high. Uh, then all of a sudden, all the shows start canceling. Lollapalooza, Shaky right. Knees, and everything else. Now, how long did it take for reality to set in for you? And, and then you have to, um, like you said, readjust and make you know and start working on music. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think at first I was like, oh, we'll probably be in a weird spot for a month. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to spend this time to make music mm-hmm. and like work hard. Mm-hmm. And that was my plan. <laughs> and then eventually I was like, oh, this is going to go on for many months. Mm-hmm. How about I just don't, all my music that I'm writing just kind of sucks. It's all about the end of the world and it's going to be very, uh, reflective of the time that we're in right now yeah so i decided how about i just work on the songs that are already basically done and mm-hmm. make them the best they could be and that way whenever we put this thing out which is what we wanted to put the ep out in the summer mm-hmm. and then it was the fall and then we're like in the spring so we had a lot of time to fine tune it and make it the best thing it could be and i can't imagine 
it would not be what it is now yeah. if we would have put it out last year. Yeah. And that's something crazy ever since I've been, that's been on my mind a lot. Yeah, what, I'm what, so glad what if? Yeah. That time. Yeah, so glad I got the time to keep working, you know. For sure. For sure. Now, I want to get to that because you you have I've heard you say repeatedly how this is the best EP of your career. So I definitely want to talk about it some, but before we get to the EP, we do need to talk a couple other pandemic things real quick. Fairly recently, you announced a collabo with Creation Coffee, uh, who yeah. are out of Midland, um, and you made the Gander Coffee Blend. Say what? Now, along with mm-hmm. tacos, you seem to be a little bit of a coffee fiend as well there. Now, I am a coffee guy, yeah. <laughs> how how did you how do you know Ben Marsh and and how did you guys decide to to collabo on this coffee blend? Um Ben is um a good friend of mine from like growing up. Nice. Um he helped me like record he kind of was like one of the main enablers of me doing music. Nice. And then Ben started a coffee company and the co- and it actually is great. Yeah. It's not just like a, it's not just cuz the friend thing. So yeah. it's actually good, you know. Mhm. So that that works out nicely. For sure. Um now I noticed so, I noticed yeah, though you went with the Ethiopian beans. Hmm. Now was that yeah, we, was yeah. that a was that a your choice? Did you already have a preference going into it or did Ben coax you into that? No, I went. I went there, and we tried a ton of different things, ton of mm-hmm. different options, mm-hmm. and that is what we uh, ended up ended up doing with that one. Nice, nice. Now I hear it's a it's it's got a sort of uh it's got like almost a, a fruity blend to it, tones. Yeah, to it. it's kind of yeah. It's it's a simple coffee, but it's like a very elevated from just like. Anybody, you know, anybody will like it. Mm. I think. Now, do you do? Are you a cold brew guy or are you a hot brew guy? That's a good question. I, I'm a, I'm in the season of both right now. <laughs> so probably in a month I'll switch over to cold only. But I mean, I've been really getting it. I, I mean, I'm really into making my own cup of coffee every morning. I'll probably make a hot cup and then get a cold brew later in the day. Gotcha. But uh, which I'm gonna do. After this, I'm gonna go get a <laughs> cup of coffee. Now, do you do you have do you have any cutoff point in time that you're like that's too late? I can't. That'd be that'd be nuts if I had coffee at that <laughs> time. Do you have a cutoff time? No, actually, last night I made a cup like at like eight eight o'clock. Whew. I wanted to work on some stuff. Whew. So I yeah. mean, it doesn't affect me as much as it does some people because I drink it so much. But for sure, I made a little half cup last night. Now, now is this it, this is a this is a continuous uh, uh, collaboration. It's it's not like some kind of special thing that's going to go away. Uh, I think it is going to go away eventually, probably pretty soon. Actually. Oh no! But, oh no! Uh, you yeah, heard it, listeners. Yeah, so Get it while you can. Yeah, yeah. It's almost. Uh, I think we're we're about wrapping that up. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I I'm not sure. I'm I'm sure we'll do something again too in the future, which will be exciting. Very nice. Very well. Speaking of bold flavors, I noticed you, you got real bold. Uh, in February, and you decided you tweeted at the roast queens oh of Wendy's. Wait, what? And oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you asked them if they're still roasting bands. Now, uh, listeners, if you don't know Wendy's, they are they're very epic on Twitter. That's a fact. They they like to get at people at Twitter, and I love read. I mean, they roast customers. They roast competitors. They're they're like the General Sherman uh, of 
Twitter, just Scorch Earth campaign usually. When I read that you <laughs> tweeted them, I was bracing for you. You were were you hoping they would just, you know, demolish you or what, what were you expecting? I I, you know, I didn't know. I, I personally, I was just like, this could be some good publicity if I get some money out of it. And I did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. It yeah. was, uh, you know, they, 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 they did. They, they weren't that, I mean, you know, it was just, hey, you wear a Carhartt a lot, basically. Yeah, like, which I do. Yeah, I'm wearing a couple, I'm, well, I'm wearing socks and a Carhartt right now. <laughs> there you <but> go. Yeah. <laughs> so they do need to, they, de- they do need to sponsor They got you. me. <laughs> yeah, they do. Call them up. Very nice. Well, so we we made it to the release now. I want I want to talk about the new the new EP. Everything will be okay eventually. Uh, like you said, just came out. Okay by itself, the the song Okay already has a hundred thousand almost a hundred thousand listens on Spotify. Very impressive in that time. Um, oh, I know that. Now, well, you're obviously very proud of this work. Uh, in your opinion, yeah. how's how's the response been so far? been unlike anything else uh we've ever done just like the the energy around everything right now just uh very elevated than what it has been in the past yeah and to have it like in the world and seeing people share it and getting new followers and having all these people all these streaming companies caring about it and Mm -hmm. pushing it Mm -hmm. and people like you that want to chat and 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 all these radio folks that want to help us out and support what i'm doing it's kind of you know truth like a hundred percent is a dream come true because like this is the kind of stuff i want to do my whole life and the fact that i'm doing interviews and being heard around the world and being played in people's cars like yeah. probably right now or whatever you know like yeah. and that is like that that is something like 11 year old me picking up a guitar and from my dad's closet like that that's probably that's something i dreamed of you know yeah. i was had a little tie-dye colored notebook i was writing these dumb songs in, <laughs> and thinking man these are gonna i'm gonna do something cool one day and yeah. You know, I thought it was going to happen a lot sooner, but I'm I'm not like I'm 28, and I thought like right out of high school I'd be playing arenas. And I mean, obviously, <laughs> my, I still have dreams, but they're not the same, you know, as they were yeah. before. And like if that happens, cool. But like I'm thrilled with how things are and how how things have, are going. And uh, you, I'm, I can't I couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, you you took a slightly different uh, path than Billie Eilish. A little bit different than yeah. the jump into stadiums right away. But you'll get there. Yeah. You'll get there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. You well you you had a release sort of release concert at L Club there. How did that go? Yeah. It was good. It was um um it was fun. Now was play. was that all live stream or were there people there? There was no there just the crew was there and our photographer buddy was there. Got and it. And then uh yeah. And we um yeah, it was a lot of fun to it was a lot of fun to have that and Now could you um, see like were there any times that you could see uh fans that were watching it as far as like real time responses or anything? No. Okay. We didn't have anything set up for that. It Got was it. Just, uh, yeah. Just to let so them feel the music. Play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And just kind of roll, keep rolling. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Now, like you mentioned before, you went back and I mean, you had these songs. And so there was just a lot of, a lot of reworking, a lot of layering. And, and this album definitely has new sounds on it. 
that you haven't had mm-hmm. before, new layers of sense and these other things. Uh, would, would you say that was predominantly because you had the more time that you were like, hey, let's add some of this stuff? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I think um, that's kind of why. Like, I just wanted to, like, I think it was, it was partially because I had the time and partially because I was like, how about, how about we, um, how, so we, like, we had the time to do it, but it was also like, how do I, like, take what I'm doing already and make it different than the last thing? Yeah. But still have it be, like, true to what I do. Yeah. So that, that was, that, that was it there, yeah. Nice. Now, now, were you, I mean, obviously some of those things, could be a little bit difficult to reproduce in in the live performances. Mm-hmm. Were you worried about yeah, that? Yeah, I was, but we figured out a way to use computers and, nice. and things to make it, pull it off live so we can play along with it and, and kind of have all those electronic sort of elements that um, we don't have someone to play live. So um, we just kind of did that, yeah. Very cool. Very Well, now, uh, this also unique in another way because jake your guitarist actually he helped with a couple of songs um yeah which which is is new um how how was that as far as being able to you know bounce ideas off of someone else and and actually not being that sole creator of the music yeah i think the last like year or so jake and i have really started to hanging out more and working a lot more and and uh we probably two years now i guess since last year was like nothing <laughs> but the last like two years or so we've been just working together more on music and hanging out and it's been really great and i think it just kind of came naturally and i felt comfortable with jake helping and he me and him just worked together well so yeah. we so that's kind of how it um evolved into um now, Jake helping just was very natural. Now, do you do you think before, as far as never really working any one before, was it just more of a a vibe thing, or was it you didn't have somebody that you felt like could could write, or just a combination? of Yeah, it? I think it was a combination of all those things, and truthfully, probably like a little bit of pride, like thinking that I could just do it all myself. Mm-hmm. But I'm realizing uh, now that I got more stuff under my belt, I'm a lot more open to. Um, other people right. um, collaborating and I feel a lot more like I I don't know if I felt confident in myself and I was probably a little nervous right. but now that I have now I now that I I find like probably in the last like couple months like this 2021 I feel at a point where like I know how to write songs like that's what I do yeah like I don't need to second guess myself like this I mean I can second I still do yeah but like I don't need to, I don't need to do that because I'm at a point where like I know I know what I'm doing is is, is like people like it so yeah. I don't need to be like it's just like I always I for so long I would second guess myself on everything I did mm-hmm. which maybe was a maybe was a benefit honestly you know <laughs> because I like the stuff I made is I think like in hindsight is pretty solid yeah as a whole but I didn't trust myself for so long. I was very like self-conscious with everything I would release or sing or play and every way I do it. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I know what I'm doing now. I don't need to worry. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is a really nice feeling. Well, you know, you, you, you do that. I guess that would be one of those benefits. Another one of those benefits, obviously of seeing the numbers go up. Like you said, Hey, somebody's digging this. Yeah. Somebody, so, somebody's listening right. to this. Um, now speaking of that, if I jumped, 
into a Wayback Machine, found found mm-hmm. Jason back there where he was thinking about getting ready to hang up Michigander to call it quits. Yeah. And I told him, hey, if you don't quit by the end of 2020, you'll have 4.5 million streams on in on Spotify alone just for that one streaming service. What what do you think that Jason would have thought? I would I would I would have been stoked. <laughs> Yeah, it would it would have it would have spurred you to keep going, no doubt. You wouldn't even need it. Yeah, CP3. You wouldn't need it. Well, you probably would still want them, but they wouldn't need that as far as motivation. Um, yeah. Well, last question: what's what's on schedule now that the EP is out? Uh, things are sort of looking up as far as the pandemic. What what are you planning for Michigander for the rest of 2021? Yeah, we're hope. Well, we got. You, I mean, we got a bunch of videos and stuff, content, live videos that we recorded and mm-hmm. stuff that we'll probably put out in the next couple months and mm-hmm. a few little surprises of things we're going to put out. But, uh, nice. I th- yeah, I think the, the only other thing that, I mean, we're hoping for the fall to be back on the road, end of summer and in, in the fall. Yeah. Playing some festivals, hopefully, and playing uh, our own shows as well. Nice. So, nice. Fingers crossed. That. <laughs> Can't wait, man. I I think I think hopefully hopefully it will happen. It will happen. But uh, I, I'm feeling good, Jason. We are up against a break, man. But I want to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Totally. Thank you so much for uh, t- caring about my music. For sure. For sure, listeners. You can check out all things Michigander at michiganderband.com. You can buy the new EP on vinyl, which I did. Very excited about getting it. Or you can go you. on Spotify, Apple, any other streaming service. Check them out there, or follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Michigander Band. Right now, let's take a listen to OK right here on the Doc G Show. Sometimes
And we are back here on the dock. A G, a show. Michigander. Right there. Nice, man. Mm. Nice. It's like mm-hmm. I told him. Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever been to Michigan, DeMarcus? Mm. I, I've never been to Michigan before. Yeah, neither have I. Well, I, th- I, th- I think I've been to Michigan. I take that back. As, as far as layovers, I never actually, like, mm-hmm. you know, partied in Michigan. Word. You know, never never hung mm-hmm. out in Michigan. But I can tell you, just like I told him, it's not happening in winter. That's not going to... Mm. I can party in Michigan in summer. <laughs> not going to happen in winter. Right. I mean... You know, when you're talking when you're talking to Jason and he's saying it's still in the thirties and it's in April, no, no thank you. Oh, come on. Pass. Oh pass. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's a hard pass right mm-hmm. there. I'm not involved in it. You know. <laughs> but uh anyways, so uh if you get a chance, folks, make sure you check out the new EP. Everything will be okay eventually. Solid deal. Already getting tons of play on Spotify, different playlists. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So you need to check that out. Need to get it. Need to get it there. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. Download it. it. Thanks Spotify, to Pandora, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. app you're using. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. buy the album while while you're at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Get it. Get it. I mm-hmm. got it on vinyl. It's it's right here in the studio. It's right on the nice. wall, just like all of our other vinyls. It's uh, by the way, your studio is so freaking dope, Doc. You know, like, I remember helping you put that thing together. Like just at the was, start, just at the start, just yeah. in the infancy. Now it's it's wild, mm-hmm. man. It's grown I, a lot. I can't. Oh, yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait till we start getting some. Uh, Getting some new bands in here to do some acoustic play. I've got new. We've got new nice. equipment for it. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. set up to really just the acoustics, the bang. Oh my gosh, mm. I'm so excited. You don't even know. Nice. You don't even know. <laughs> Anyways, Michigander, thanks for coming on the show. Hopefully, you know. Speaking of those, hopefully once uh, Jason starts touring again, he can he can stop by. He can stop by the studio. That's what, that's what we hope. That's what we hope. Fingers crossed. There you go. Until then, check happen. out his music. Check out his music. It's a good time. Okay. Uh, DeMarcus, it's time for the newest segment of the Doc G Show. It's time for the Doc mm-hmm. G Top 3. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Now, I was reminded of mm. this one. This uh, this topic came to my mind here because I was walking down the sidewalk and I caught a smell of one of my favorite smells. And I was like, you know what? What are like my favorite mm. three smells? What do I just want to mm. smell all the live long day? You know what? And it sounds ridiculous, mm-hmm. but I'm ready to do it. Top three smells. That's right. What are our favorite <laughs> smells? Mm. So, Demarcus, huh. what's your three? What do you got? Third best smell. What do you want to smell? Hmm. Man. I got to say, uh, I'd probably say the, uh, I kind of like the Versace, what is it? Eros, I believe. That's what mm. it's called. Going for, going for a patent scent there. Word. Nice. <laughs> nice. I like yeah. it. I'm going all natural mm-hmm. on my scents. I'm going all natural. Mm-hmm. Almost. I'll, I'll give you an honorable mention on my list. Honorable mention on favorite smells, new shoe smell. It was four. New shoe smell. Yeah. It was it was four. I love just uh, getting Mm -hmm. all up in there. Mmm. A new Mm -hmm. shoe, you don't even know. You don't even know. But Mm. then it's really sad when you have that new shoe and you wear it in all open gym for like an hour and a half, and then it's just tainted Mm. by foot funk. 
and you're just like, oh. Yeah, the funk is real. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Anyways, number three on my list, pine needles in the sun. They got to be baking in the sun. Mm. (laughs) Love that smell, man. You get a fresh pine needle, a lot of ros on there, a lot of pine rosin on there. Mm. Mm. Nice. Could just smell that all day. It's got to be a summer needle, too. I don't like the winter pine mm-hmm. needles like a Christmas. I mean, I don't mind them, mm. but it's not the it's not the same as a bacon sun needle not in the, the same, summer. Huh? Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm. Very okay. particular. Very particular on that one. Okay. What you got for I number got two? We got two, Demarcus. Mm. Number two, I would have to say a uh, new car smell. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that's right mm-hmm. up there. That that go. that could be sort of honorable mention with uh, with a uh, new shoe smell. New car smells mm-hmm. pretty much the same deal. You get in there and just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. Yeah, it's really so fresh, man. I know this has been mentioned by some other folks, and we uh, I've talked about it with some people. It's weird how Volkswagen smell like crayons, isn't it? What's that all about? Has anybody yeah. ever investigated that? Why do they? <laughs> and crack. it smells it smells like that forever. Like in unlike mm. new car smell, it keeps coming back like crayons. Like, and you're just like, why does hmm. it still smell like crayons in here? What is so waxy that's going on in this car right now? Hmm. It's wild. I don't know. <laughs> had like three friends that had had Volkswagens. They always smell like crayons when you get in them. Anyways, new car. I like it. <laughs> number two, new car. Yeah. My number two. Now, again, I'm getting very specific here. Fresh honeysuckle, mm-hmm. but it's got to be on a hot afternoon mm. After a rainstorm, after a rainstorm, because mm. you gotta that have is a good smell, doc. Yeah, you gotta have that. You gotta have that reinvigoration of the of the mm-hmm. of the rain. Give it that fresh smell, and then you get hit with the nice dewy honeysuckle. Oh, oh, mm. get out of town mm-hmm. right there. I could smell that all day. That's a fact. I could smell that. Put that mm. in a jar. My goodness. That's what that's hmm. what B and D Cruisers bike shop is gonna smell like all the time, all oh, yeah. the time. Not really. For sure. That's impossible. Don't don't get that high expectation, <laughs> listeners. That's not gonna happen. Okay, number one. What are you going with? All right, this is gonna sound really, really, really weird, Doc. No, uh, okay, I'm but, ready for it. <laughs> and you're used to my weirdness, but I am. I am. Here goes. I gotta say a fresh batch of cat litter (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah okay fresh batch of cat litter man okay well obviously i'm glad Mm. you didn't say a used batch of cat litter because that would be really (laughs) really disgusting but yeah no no i get it yeah it's got it's it's got that carbony fresh smell to it it's got that like, yeah, it's, mm, like just clean and ready to do its business. It's ready to clean. It's ready to keep things fresh. Right, I right. got gotcha. you. I got it. You, I don't mind. Know, cat, cat is like. It's bad. Whew. It's rough. It's out of this world, man. It's rough. It is. It will. It will knock you to your knees if you're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have a good. Right. Gotta have a strong batch. I can see it. I can. I can get it. Now, mm-hmm. see the thing that taints uh, that that like that taints it sometimes is getting that smell crossed with the cat crap because then then you get it too so like evidently you haven't had too many bad instances like that where you just smelled the litter Mm -hmm. to start you're like oh that's nice that's nice i can see it 
It makes sense to me. It makes sense. To you. Listeners, you may think he's weird, but take it. Take it and like it, guys. Hey. Um, my, That's right. My number one, Jasmine on a warm summer night. Jasmine, mm. warm summer mm-hmm. night. Mm. Mm. Nothing better, man. When you get just a soft, a soft breeze that brings it into your mm-hmm. nose. Oh, oh. And and the great thing, it's one factory nerves just go crazy, huh? Yeah, it's one of those things that it just leaves you wanting more, man. You smell it, and you're like, mm. oh, what was that? What was that? I want some more of that, right? <laughs> and then you get a little whiff again, and you're like, oh, where'd it come from, man? Where'd it come? Mm-hmm. And it's just never mm-hmm. enough. It's it's just never enough. The supply and demand. There's always way too hey. much demand, not enough supply, man. Now, you, <laughs> you know, if the jasmine bush was super strong, probably wouldn't like it. Probably like, oh, that's too much. Mm. I don't need that. Don't mm-hmm. need that in my life. But when you just get that little <laughs> whiff, oh. Mm, mm, mm. There it is. Mm. There you go. Nice. There you go, listeners. Top three smells in me and D's life. There it is. Very different. Mm. We had very different. But you know what? I can appreciate your mm-hmm. list. I love your list. It's a good there one. Go. It's a good one. There you go. Though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, Demarcus. Uh, third birthday suit. Are you ready? Let's go. I'm Let's pretty go. confident on this one, too. Uh, you... You you do a pretty good amount of watching uh, um, combat sports, right? UFC, boxing. You you keep up every now and then, right? Yeah, I, I try to keep up with it every once in a while. Okay, yeah. well, th- this is a really big name in it, so I think you might be able to get this one. Um, right. Born April 14th, 1975. 1975 in Sao Paulo, Brazil. In between the old Jesus statue and the new Jesus statue, <laughs> right in the yeah. middle. Uh, our birthday suit wearer's family was extremely poor growing up, and as a, a young teen, he relied mainly on entertaining himself with martial arts, especially Taekwondo, mm. Capoeira, and Muay Thai. He became a professional mixed martial artist, and in 1997, he fought his first professional bout. Mm. He competed in pride fighting and cage rage, dominated both, and then moved to UFC in 2006. That same year, mm. he defeated Rich Franklin to become the middleweight champion. He held the title. Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva is correct. Mm-hmm. The spider. The spider. There you go. Held the mm-hmm. title for seven years, the longest title reign in UFC history. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, he never regained it. He uh, he kept fighting. He lost it in 2013. Kept fighting until yeah. last year when UFC mm-hmm. actually announced they had released their contract with Anderson Silva. But... He kept mm. fighting until he was 44, which is nuts. But yeah. it's crazy. But man, at his height, get out of town. There was nobody better, man. Yeah. Man, like, you, you're talking like 2009. Yeah, nobody's beating that dude. Nobody's beating right. that dude. The accuracy with yeah. which he threw those strikes, man. Woo! Somebody coming <laughs> at him. Deadly, I remember when he fought. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. The la- I think his last name was Forrest, something Forrest. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And everybody was all hyped about it. That fight lasted like 10 mm. seconds. He came running in. Mm. Anderson Silva just whack in the face. And he just mm. dropped like a sack of potatoes. It was whoo, <laughs> whoo. 
It was impressive. I was like, "That's a beast for sure." Yeah, man. I I thought about getting a Anderson Silva shirt there for a while. And he had he had a rough go of it though. After he lost the 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 belt there, man, he had like. Mm-hmm. He broke his leg twice in fights. Oh yeah, I remember that. And ooh, then he that snap. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, 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 yikes. It was and gruesome. then then he got then he tested positive for uh for anabolics twice, man. Just rough rough oh, yeah. rough go after it. But nonetheless, he's still one of the greatest champions of all time. Uh if not yeah. the best of all time in UFC at least. I'm sure some people would mm-hmm. argue with me they didn't like a style of fighting, but whatever. Nonetheless, he's turning the big <laughs> four six four six all right. for Anderson Silva. Happy birthday, Anderson. Live it up, man. He's big now, out. now a nationalized out. citizen of the of the US of A. So there we go. Uh, nice. America! Happy birthday, Anderson. Live it up, man. Enjoy retirement. Um, Live it up. Demarcus, it's time to tell you about the shows that we've got coming up. Very excited about them. Uh, Two big shows. First of all, we've got to get partying with our NBA. The the playoffs are almost here, so we're inviting back none other Mm -hmm. than Claude Lathan, our NBA analyst. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about all the upcoming games. We're going to talk about the Lakers' chances. We're going to talk about the Nets' chances. We're going to talk about are the the Golden State Warriors going to make the playoffs? Is Luka too sexy Mm -hmm. for his own good? We're going to talk about it all. You know? (laughs) We're going to talk about all that. I'm excited. Man, by the way, did you see that Miles Bridges dunk? Holy Jesus. Oh, no, I missed it. My God, that was insane, Mm -hmm. man. He was going against the uh, Charlotte Hornets versus the Hawks. Miles Bridges goes Mm -hmm. down the lane and just, like, literally demolishes the whole team. That was, oh, my God. Such a, like, if Mm. I was the guy that he got got dunked on, I I would quit right there. I'd be like, well, that was, (laughs) that's the end of my career. That was, that was embarrassing. Like, it was nuts. Nuts, man. I know the Hornets got the Lakers tonight. So that should be a good game. Well, in Charlotte. I mean, you got you got um, you you got no Anthony Davis. You got no uh, LeBron. I think still. So you oh know. well, yeah. So I think the Hornets mm. should come out. I think they should come up yeah. out on top. But you you don't know. You don't know. It's crazy. Oh, that, Lamelo's out too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Lamelo's Lamello out. Ball. So who knows, man? It's a toss up. Yeah. It's yeah. a toss-up. But mm. we're going to be talking NBA with Claude, and then after that, I'm very excited. We've got a new uh, new guest coming on, Molly Pardon. Not Dolly Pardon. Mm. Molly Pardon. Molly. Yeah, yeah. And Molly, Molly. she just, she just uh, performed for the first time on Stephen Colbert last week. That's right. That's right. And we're mm. going to have her on our show. That's right. Step up. Take that, Stephen. Mm. I said it. I said it. It doesn't matter because he won't hear it, so it's fine. So true. Anyways, uh, guys, make sure you listen to the shows. It's going to be fantastic. But until then, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, my partner in crime for D&B Custom Cruisers, Alrighty. Demarcus Heller. You already know. Mm. Peace and out, in- people. Until next week, guys, zip it up and zip, zip it, it out. out.